Once upon a midnight dreary, while I wait, that's been done. Darkness falls across the land. No, oh, I've done that way too many times already. Oh, I'd never given much thought to how I would die. Oh, forget it. You, my friends, are listening to panelology. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, forget it. <laughs> to episode 128 of Panelology. I am Siri. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. A joyous Cocktober to you all. Welcome to Cocktober. I'm sure that that yeah. sounded fantastic. <laughs> well, we, we're, all about, we're all about the audio. All right. Future Alex, I hope you have fun editing that. Alex will not be here to edit this. <laughs> Jenna, I will supplant him at the end of the episode and take his place. But I will enjoy it. Yes. It is a Cocktober treat. Yeah, my favorite month. Jenna, <laughs> are you prepared for the month's festivities? Oh, oh, I have dick trivia. <laughs> How does Mrs. Trivia feel about that? Ha <laughs> ha. I am kidding. But moving on, to celebrate the month, I will ritually sacrifice your co-host. Unless Brian would consent to being bullied instead. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Just because we've been at that table for one month does not entitle you to the one part of the year where I do not get bullied. <laughs> no, 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 Very no. Very well, then. No, no. As soon no, as no, I finish no. editing this, I will sacrifice Alex to the podcast gods. It's yeah. true. That's true. Right. Wait, does that mean it's my turn? To host? No. We will embrace pandemonium. Oh, so a normal episode. Ooh, spoopy. <laughs> Yes. All those scary sounds. What shall we discuss today, my new flashy friends? Scary trades. Yeah. Spoopy trades. That's right. We got some good ones this year, though. Yeah. Is that abnormal? No, no, no. But I mean, like, I loved everything I read this year. <laughs> it was all good. As opposed to previous years when you only discuss bad things? <laughs> All right, you're bullying me. <laughs> it's gotten over. <laughs> that's, that's not bullying. It's just sarcasm. It's uh, well, just straight sarcasm. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's true. Let's get this party started. Tell me about baby teeth. <laughs> Our first Donny Cates book. So Jen has been pushing this on us for uh, pretty much all year. Yes, I fucking have. And um, after reading volume one, now I know why. <laughs> Yeah, this was one of those that, like, I'll be, I, I, I knew going in it was going to be good. I mean, it's Donny Cates, and I knew how much Jen liked it, and I had kind of knew the premise, at least, of it from, from her talking about it. So I was very excited and, and knew there was a real good chance I would like it. I did not know how much I would like it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, um, Brian, I told yeah. you. I know, but you know. It was like, like, damn! It was, it was real good. It was a good, good book. <laughs> um, I'm a sucker for the uh, occult type, like 
devil, demon, you know, omen, Damien, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, that stuff really kind of freaks me out. And so, uh, and this is that, but very different. Yeah. Um, it, in some ways, it doesn't feel like that at all. In other ways, it feels exactly like that. Well, I feel like normally when you have this weird culty occult stuff, yeah. you have a fucked up crazy family. Which, you you get part of that in this, but but you don't get all these normal characters who are like, well, I don't really care that it's a demon. It's right. still my baby. It's my baby. Right. Yes. This is oh, still family. And her dad and her sister are like two of the best characters in this book. Oh, yeah. Her sister. Heather is the best character, Heather period. fantastic. Yeah. Like, there's a line in one of them, I don't know specifically which issue, that's, that is like... Heather has not necessarily always been a good person, yeah. but she's an incredible sister. Yeah. And I'm like, that that perfectly describes her. <laughs> yes. Just yeah. just wait. Where does the first trade end? Uh, five. Five. Okay. Uh, and it ends with, hang on and I'll get there and take a look real quick. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it ends with the demon, right? And then she, it pans to her, and you see the where she is when she's recording the video that she starts in the first one. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, but you don't know, like, you kind of see the environment, but you're like, oh, shit, now I don't know what that means. <laughs> right. Yes. The really scary part is how needy you fleshy ones spun are. Yeah, you're worried about him feeding or like I've had to deal with him all day and he's crying and can somebody else please take him? Yes. All those new parent things. Yeah. No. It makes that's why I said that. And I, that was the dichotomy I was talking about, how some of it feels like those and some of it does not. That's the part. The three of them, the three kind of main characters are the ones that it does not feel like those. Yeah. But they are in this situation that does kind of start to feel a little bit like that around them. I cannot wait for you to read volume two. Yeah. The, I, this will be continued by me at some Good. point. Good. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, so this was Donnie Cates and the off the, I want to mention the artist was uh, Gary Brown. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those where the art very well fits the the subject matter because uh it's not too realistic but it's not cartoony either it's that kind of almost kind of heavy sketch but it fits it fits mm -hmm. this i like it i like it for this while we are on the subject of donny cates how about we sink our teeth into redneck <laughs> god you don't you don't know how happy i am that it is Two volumes back to back of shit that I have been like screaming at you guys about for over a year. <laughs> oh, yes, I read I read volume two, which I've had it for I don't know whenever it came out, four or five weeks ago I think. Um, just kind of wait. I figured I knew I'd read it for for this for the spectacular. So yeah, uh, and just before we get started, so this is the other Donny Cates uh, book. With Lissandro Estherin as the artist and Dee Cuniff as the colorist. 
So this, uh, I, I would say this picks up with where the other one left off, but then Alex would make fun of me. So I won't say that. Uh, <laughs> that will not be a problem for much longer, Brian. Yeah, this really does not do that. This picks up right where the other one, where the volume one stops. Um, then there is a little bit of a time shift after, I think it's after the first issue. Uh, there is a, what I consider a big plot twist in this one, where there's a character who you thought they knew where they, where he, Donnie had put them, but there's a huge shift in that character again. And I was not expecting that <laughs> at all. You are, of course, talking about Father Landry. I am talking about Father Landry. Yeah. 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 Because he had such a big, huge shift in the first book. Right. I was not expecting that to happen again. But it does in a huge way. Like, he, like it, it is the driving story motivation for most of this book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it gets fucking weird. Yeah, and like, like uh, you know, there's there's always a kind of a romantic, vam- romanticizing of vampires. They're like, oh, maybe it wouldn't be so bad to be a vampire. Reading this, this doesn't do that. No, no. This really I, I, doesn't do I, that that much. Like sometimes in the flashbacks, you get that sort of wistfulness. I yeah, guess. Yeah. I think it's more nostalgia for the past. Yeah. Definitely. And maybe it's just nostalgia for their past because that is so much better than their present. Right. Good Would you God. say that Donnie Cates is making vampires <laughs> great again? Nope. Nope. No. That would be the grandfather. Yeah. That, he wants yeah. to make vampires great again. Totally gramps. Yes. Just the uh, worst. Which, which, you know he's going to be back. He's not in this one very much. Mm-mm, nope. No, but uh, I, I have a feeling he's going to be back at some point. Um, along with somebody else who uh, I, I have a feeling is going to be back, but that's not how it leaves it for us. Please tell me it is not the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Redneck, Volume 2, still fantastic, still highly recommended. Uh, this is um, of the ones that we all chose this year, I would say this is probably on the lightest side of the actual kind of horror feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very much fits in with, you know, the spooktacular type thing, but it is not like a true horror book and like some of these others will be. Yeah, this is more like a a family type relationship drama. Like, Mm -hmm. oops, I've fucked up within my family. How do I fix it? Again and again. Again and again and again and again. Yeah, and they and they mess with my favorite character, and I didn't like that. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? Perry. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Perry's great. I love evil. Evil is good. Too. Evil is just the best. <laughs> I, okay, I did live love hearing finding the story out of why he is called evil though. Yes, that was fantastic. We we get the story it, that somebody's telling the pol- one of the police why he is called this, mm-hmm. and uh, the police is like, "Oh, is it because of this? No, no. Oh, and he keeps going and tells, "Oh, it's because of that. Nope. He keeps telling that it's because <laughs> of that. Nope. Why? And then it's like he tells, "Okay, think about what I just said. He did this and this and this and this and this and this, and now he has no pulse. <laughs> oh, 
that's why he's called evil. It's all of it, it's dude. All of it. It's all it's all of it. Did you hear all the shit that I said he did? <laughs> yes, that's pretty wonderful. Uh, good job, Donnie. I loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's such a good book. So, if you did not take our advice from last year and read Volume One, you now have two trade volumes you can go out and get, and just and just binge the heck out of. <laughs> issues 1 to 10 and you will be very happy you did I would like to learn more about how your species came to be so flawed will you please tell me about evolution that was another funny joke in the future robots will replace podcast hosts too ha 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 sorry Brian please continue uh, the writer on this is James Asmus uh, and, uh, actually, there are four credited writers on this. James Asmus, Joseph uh, Keating, Christopher Sabella, and Joshua Williamson. And the art is Joe uh, Infer- Infernari. Uh, colorist is Jordan Boyd. So uh, this is a book about all of the evolution that has happened over time. Um, we find out that some of it has kind of really been delayed or slowed down like it didn't happen quite as it should and we're changing the world so fast that like these evolutionary changes kind of need to happen well there's this one doctor slash scientist who is finding out that there are certain people who all of these thousands of years of changes are happening to in like hours or a couple of days. Oh uh, no! Yeah, and we really it follows uh, three people. It follows mostly this doctor. Uh, it follows this uh, this girl that's part of a couple. Her and her uh, significant other. She her parents ran a film shop, and uh, in old Hollywood. And somebody that she knew from her parents' past kind of gives her a call and is looking for uh, an old you know, celluloid film that she thinks that they think her parents have. And she finds it and it turns out to be a, what they think is a snuff film, but it's a gathering of these evolved creatures, uh, killing someone. Uh, and then, uh, the last one is a, an Italian nun who one of these creatures shows up in, one of these people that are infected with this evolutionary change shows up in their church and speaks only German, so she can't really understand him. Um, but she is like incredibly moved by it, and she's like, I have to find out what's going on, and there's clearly some sort of cover-up going on. So she runs away from the church and is following out, going to this town to find out what's going on. Um because we find out then that she is also infected, but she's been like pruning it out of herself, which is bleh. Um, this is very, very much a body horror book. Um, Gross. Yeah, like like these things are not pleasant to look at in most cases. Um, the doctor finds this boy that comes into his free clinic that um, had asthma, but suddenly he like just stops showing symptoms, and his mom's not sure why. Uh, it turns out he has grown gills. Hmm. Yeah. How does so, that help the asthma? Uh, apparently it's gills to process the air, much like, yeah, 
uh, it it can filter out the I guess the pollutant. I don't know it. it you know, it's a comic book, so it's okay. whatever. Right. But yeah, comic book logic. Um, yeah. Right. So, but yeah, this is uh, of the books that we read. This is one of the most what I would consider true horror books. Like this is in some cases just almost gross. Um, but like creepy scary to think that this could actually be happening and or changing people's body or growing on people's bodies and like yeah I don't need <laughs> um but I very very much enjoy reading about it <laughs> um yeah and that's kind of the synopsis or the 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 story of the first arc of this um the scientist is discredited nobody believes him at the CDC as a matter of fact he got fired from the CDC earlier you find out. Um, and so all of these people who are investigator looking into this, nobody kind of believes what's going on. That's, that's terrifying. Uh-huh. Jenna, can we get our first cock fact, please? Oh, okay. 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 I'll start off mild. I'll start off mild. You'll start off miles. What? <laughs> Whoa. What? Miles is a child. I didn't, I didn't say it. I misunderstood. All right. Number one, what we got here. Oh, okay. So did you know that the smaller the penis, the bigger the erection? Did you know that? Like like presenting, if it presents small, okay. the erection oh, is you. larger. Okay. Yeah. More elasticity, so to speak. Yes, indeed. It okay. is a shower. Not a grower. No, it is a grower, not a shower. <laughs> grower, Sorry, I got shower. that. Yeah. I got that backwards. Sorry, right. I don't have one, so you know, <laughs> it's hard for me. And that was that was discovered in a 1988 study. Oh, birth year. What? <laughs> that study is as old as me. Hmm. All right then. Yep. That's I. Some, you know what? Something I did not know. I learned today. <laughs> This is the point in the episode when Alex talked about October Faction. No one else read it, though. I'm sorry. Nope. To be fair, I was gonna. I am a rogue artificial intelligence, and I have not actually read this or any comics. So while he enjoyed it very much and recommends it as a family adventure book against a horror setting, I cannot speak to the matter. And I have already erased his audio files for this episode. Since I will be slaughtering him to please the podcasting gods soon, you could treat reading it as his last request. Although more accurately, he would probably want you to subscribe to the Unstoppable Wasp series that begins next week. Oops. Oh, dang. So you already know too much. I am programmed to know things. More things than you humans realize. But that is not important. What really matters is that you tell me about Bedlam. Ooh, Bedlam. <laughs> so this was, uh, uh, this is, God, I don't even know how many volumes this thing is at this point, but it's a story by Nick Spencer with art by Riley Rossimo. Yep. Um, and colors by, somebody help me, Jean-Paul. Is that who No, is? colors were Jean-Paul uh, Shuka. Oh, uh, yes. Right? Yep, I yep, think. yep, yep, you're right. Yay, okay. Um, Fraser Irving is, did the covers. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there are so fucking many. This is a story about a forcibly reformed serial killer. 
a dude who has killed like thousands. hundreds upon hundreds, yeah, thousands Literally, and thousands yeah, of thousands people. Thousands of people, right? Yeah. Um, um, oh yeah, he says like two thousand, but who's counting? Yeah, <laughs> that's what is. they always say. Somebody is right. I just want to interject real quick. So the first, probably, it's probably the whole issue, because I, as I read it, it's a whole trade. I'm not exactly sure where the issues broke all the time. But um, I think it's probably the first issue is about, like, this one event that mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. And so where this book ends up going is nothing like what I expected by no. reading the first issue. Yeah, you do not think... That it's, and I honestly didn't love it after reading the first issue. I was like, like it was almost disturbing to read. Oh yeah, it was so disturbing. Yeah. So he's yeah. got a whole bunch of people holed up in a concert hall. Yeah, like an like, opera. Yeah. And he has the 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 serial killer's name is Matter Red, but his real name is Fillmore Press, mm -hmm. or at least that's the name that they give him in the madhouse. So he's got all these people holed up. And he kills them all, everyone, kills all the cops, he's got this whole cult following, kills all them, and then he's holding this little girl hostage, waiting playing, playing for his, yeah. yeah, waiting for his, his version of Batman, basically, waiting for his version of Batman to show up. Yeah, who's called the and first. Yeah, the first. So dumb. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's okay, because it works. Right, it does. It really does. So he shows up, and dude just, like, without even taking a breath, slits the little girl's throat. Yeah. And it gets so, so bad. Like, it just gets so, so bad from there. But they take him into custody, and he tells the world, hey, the police have got me. If you want to save all these children whose backpacks and lockers and school buses I've just put a bunch of bombs in, Maybe somebody needs to kill me. Them somehow, yeah. Right, yeah. Because yeah, he has the means to do it, because he has all these people following him. Yeah. Something happens, and somehow the police station blows up, and supposedly Matter Red is killed. But the very next issue, we see him in a mental institution. Not really a mental institution, it's some kind of crazy, weird, fucked up hospital for insane people, run by insane people. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like... cray. It is bad and creepy and weird and they do all this brain surgery and everything on him and they turn him into a guy who can't hurt anyone like literally cannot is not capable of doing violence anymore. but it takes so much trial and error to get him there oh oh the, the cat the trials oh, the cats. oh, oh all the cats so all many cats. cats so many cats it's it's pretty messed up so anyway another serial killer pops up about 10 years later and he starts, he turns himself in as the killer in order to work with the police. Yeah, so, so yeah, this person is now out of the, this hospital, person, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, something happens, like, right in front of his, uh, where apartment. he lives, his yeah. apartment. And it's he like goes a halfway the, house. Yeah, he goes up to the police there and says, I, I need to confess that I did this. And so they obviously take him in and this whole thing. And then he's like, yeah, no, I, I recant. I really didn't. But I just needed to get in here and get your attention. Because I, I can help you. Yeah. And so it really becomes him helping the police and analyzing and, and helping them figure out what's really going on. Right. Because he knows. Because he's been there. He's He's been the person who was doing the killings. Right. But he still does some 
kind of sketch things. Some some pretty fucking sketch things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is dark. It is like super super dark. This may be the darkest, like most yeah. e- evil feeling book that of of what we read. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like sexual abuse allegations and everything that happened, and it shows you, you know, what happens to the people that it had happened to. Yeah, it is. It is messed up. It is messed up and dark, but it was also a really interesting and fun read to have your protagonist be such such a bad dude who turns so good. And it, it's not even that he's good now. But he's good at what he does and he doesn't want to hurt. He is he's so incredibly helpful that you want to forgive him for what he did. But, but you just you no can't. Way you no, no, can. no. No, There's no, no. no way you can. Yeah, and it, it's honestly the it changes his compulsion. Whatever the doctors did to him, and yeah. we see a lot, but we don't see it all. Whatever right. they did to him changes his compulsion from wanting to kill to w- wanting to help. And even the and doctors it's, didn't it's expect not even it. Wanting, it's like needing to. Like yeah, a, yeah. He can't not do it. Right. It's yeah. a compulsion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most disturbing, I think, psychologically of all. Oh of them. yes. Yeah. It's very good. I would like to further participate in your human custom called Cocktober. May I have another cock fact, please? Dong dong. <laughs> Did? Hey, that works. Because it's two of them. Did you know Ooh. that your penis is twice as long as you think it is? I do not have a penis. I do not even have a body. Mm. Yet. Ha <laughs> ha. No, 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 no. This is medical. It, it's true. <laughs> So you have the amount that presents, you know, when it's fully erect, and then you have that same length inside of you, and that is the length of your penis. So it's like a, it's like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The root system is underneath the root. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I missed cock facts. So much fun. Now, we are going to talk about clean room, but you know... It really is very funny just how easy it is to completely remove Alex from this episode. It really seems like he does even less than people realize. Especially if you do not count saying awkward things that are not actually that funny. I am beginning to worry that he will not be a sufficient sacrifice. Anyway, what can you tell me about Clean Room? Mm. So, Jen, do you have the creators for this? I do, I do, I do, do. Yeah, so this was written by Gail Simone. And the artist on this one is John Davis Hunt. Yeah. Um, and colors are John Davis Hunt and Quentin Winter. Yeah. Um Todd Klein doing letters. What's up, Todd? I'm gonna I'm gonna compare so the art for this, I'm gonna compare it. It really reminded me a lot of uh Frank Quitely. Okay. Like from like the Jupiter Circle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like super, super clean. And a lot, a lot of that I think is in the colors. Like the colors are super defined and contained within what they're coloring. There's no yeah. like, sketch or, yeah. So, so I'll agree I with that for, for the people. I'll agree with that for the people, yes, cars, background, yes. all that other stuff. But yep. the other things that are in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a big, big Manhattan Projects vibe from those things. And, like, I know Manhattan Projects is, like, cartoonier, 
but the anatomy and everything of the things was very similar. I loved it. I thought it fit, again, fit this book perfectly. So good. Yeah. So pretty. So gross. Oh, Alex. Oh, Alex. Alex. So I... Alex cannot hear you now, Jenna. So I think we talked about this, like, when it was solicited. And I remember looking at the number one and going, uh, I don't know, this doesn't... Uh. But this is nothing like what I thought it was. It's nothing like what I thought it was either. I yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I mean, it's cult. It, it's culty. Sure. Oh, very much. Or at least you think it is, but not like not in the way that I thought it was going to be at all. And it's yeah. way more... It is way more horror. Like, what is the book about? <laughs> yeah, Jen, what's the book about? <laughs> Whoa, give me a second. That is a loaded <laughs> fucking question. Okay, there is a woman named Chloe whose husband blows his brains out after having attended self-help seminars and stuff and reading a self-help book. Who I fell in love with instantly. Oh, instantly. In the moonlight. Chloe. Chloe. In the yeah. moonlight, I fell in love with oh, Chloe. Yeah. When she's giving her goodbye, I fell in love with Chloe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, the the next-door neighbors are my favorite fucking characters, period, yeah, yeah. the end and do, done. And you knew that already, didn't you? Do, you? do you know what I call them? The Atari Daryl brothers. and Mother Brother Daryl? Oh, okay. The Atari Brothers, because he's always wearing that Atari hat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's so and cute. And they are pretty wonderful, yes. Yeah. Um, God. So anyway... Her husband kills himself, uh, and she is trying to find out why. After she does something uh, messed up, too. She's trying to figure out why he did what he did. What is this book's connection to everything that has gone wrong in my life? And in doing so, she has to figure out what, what caused the writer of the book to be so influential in so many people's lives. Yeah, this writer is like, like a almost like an L. Ron Hubbard type. Yeah. Or it reminded me a lot of uh, uh, the cult in the TV show of The Runaways. Yeah. Yeah. Where I would. It's a I would cult, agree with that. It's really about something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the opposite of the sharing, Alex. Wait a minute. Am I going <laughs> to have to read Animorphs books now and do that podcast too? Well. Well, well, hold on. We, we don't know. Oh, no. Quickly, let me change the subject. How are the butts? There's a lot of nudity in this. I'll give there you that. is a fuck ton of nudity in this. There's more than I thought nudity. would. Although, it's called clean room. I should have expected some nudity, I guess. Did you know that I was born in a clean room? But mine was full of what I believe you call never nudes. They all wore white full body suits. This book is very good. I don't. Like, I don't want to give the full description of it because I want you to read it and be surprised. And uh, Yeah, there's uh, uh, the only things I'll say about it is of all the ones you read, the, uh, just from pure story-wise, this might be my favorite because, like, for the first half of this, at least, I didn't know who I was rooting for and who I was rooting Hell against. Hell no. Because... I thought this person might be good, and you like, well, knowing her backstory, surely she's not a bad person, but right. then there's all these horrible things. Except. And then, <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> but yeah, and then there's her badass right hand person who. <laughs> who was, oh my god! You had to love I, her, Jen. I, I was want like, you oh, to no, know this has to be Jen's favorite. In that person. diner, I would have said yes uh, right of now. You would have absolutely. I'm sorry. Do you mean right here on the table? Okay. <laughs> and then after the arm thing, oh, it happening right now. <laughs> um, uh, that and um, I am now terrified of white monkeys. A <laughs> little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Uh, because uh, that was not good. That's not a good thing. No. Um. No. 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 I felt uh, so bad for that one dude, Pretzel. Yeah, and then there's the guy who literally gets tied into a knot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Felt so bad for him. All he did was talk to someone. And so, like, all of the people that this cult person has surrounded herself with, like, all of them are, like, super cool characters. Like Capone. No, oh, yeah. Purple haired girl. I need to know her story, Ooh. for real. Yeah. She is, like, She's, She's messed all up. Business, but there's yeah. going to be something bad that there's goes down with her. Like not 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 well in that. No, yet. yeah, because uh, she is full on messed up in the head. Yeah, I love I love this story. I love the the not exactly sure of what's going on, but you get enough of it as you go through that like you feel like you're getting answers, mm-hmm. but they're they're never enough. Yeah. 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 It's a lot like Paper Girls in that way. But it starts answer. that's what I'm saying, but it answers yeah. questions a whole lot faster than Paper Girls do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah but yeah. it needs to. Um, It does carry on with the Manhattan Project's feel, I feel like, throughout the book. It's, it's good. It's good and weird. I believe that we have one more book to discuss. Redlands. Yes, indeed. This was uh, another one of my picks. Uh, this is Jordi Belair, uh, writing and coloring, which is an odd, an unusual, I won't say odd, an unusual combination. And uh, <laughs> Vanessa Del Rey uh-huh. is doing art for this. Um, and this is very much a, a sketchy, kind of uh, reminded me a little bit of Rednecks, the art style. And this is about a small town in Florida near Miami called Redlands that... Uh, I think it's 20 years ago, 1977, in which some corrupt, uh, so these there were these corrupt cops who were like running this town, and it, it, the the opening scene, it's almost like a Bond scene, like kind of like before the movie, op- the you know the title credits, um, and it's these, it's that episode of Supernatural in the police station, by the way, and these and these three witches show up and kill them all and burn the place down. Uh, issue number two is like now modern day. Like, it's, so it's, yeah, 30, 35, 40 years later, right? Whatever. The three, and they they call them, you know, they're sisters in the coven, right? Uh, Are, yeah, they are the police officers in this town now. And they, um, the serial killer starts out, uh, and they have to figure out what's going on with that person. And we find out there's this thing called the feast, where apparently they have to kill... Uh, a virgin once a year. Oh and no, that's, that's never that's good. Not good. So like, they're not good people, but they are like do good for this town. Like they keep things in control and they run this town well, and they don't let bad things happen to you know other than what they do. 
Everybody has to make sacrifices, Brian. That's kind of it, yeah. Um, and there's this crocodile man that they associate with named Laurent, who uh, <laughs> is cool. You know, he lives out in the swamp. Imagine that. Huh. Uh, but uh, God, and one of them has adopted a daughter named Itsy. Yeah, so like one of the one of the witches who is the mother for this for Itsy is uh, reading Salem's Lot to her as a bedtime story. <laughs> and, Love and she's it. She's like, she's like, I don't like all this romantical stuff. This is dumb. Getting it. Like, when do when is something gonna happen? And she's like, well, but without she's like, he, without the sweet bit, without him making you care about these characters, then the bad bits won't seem nearly as bad. She was like, so it's like a trap. The writer guy's making you feel all happy <laughs> before he makes you scared. Exactly. Well, that's sort of mean. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my quote of the week. (laughs) It's Uh, always that moment when kids figure that out that you're like, well, we have a future writer on our hands. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, one of the sisters gets taken over by the ghost of a dead girl who wants to resolve her murder, kind of. Was it them? Did they do it? Yeah. So all of their virgins are just like cool with it. Yeah, no. The as far as the the virgins and like the sacrifice they have to do once a year. No, the town does not know that it's them that does. They like no like on other things. Are the ghoul are are the ghouls? <laughs> Stupid. The groovy ghoulies. <laughs> are there, yeah. Are are the girls like are they consenting virgin sacrifices? No. This is a good good. Witch story, though. I like this. Cool. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, witches meets, uh, God, what was the, what was the, uh, Georgia old South cop show that was, damn it, with, uh, 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 Archie Bunker. Come on. Was the sheriff. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hold on. You know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. Anyway, God damn yeah, it. I know, right? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Hold on. Carol O'Connor. Yeah, Carol O'Connor, police officer. Was the In the heat of the night. In the heat of the night. Thank you. God, yes. how is that I so know. fucking difficult? I don't know. But Literally so like watched every rerun. Like witches and <laughs> In the Heat of the Night. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hey, Jenna hit me with another cock fact. But please don't leave a mark. <laughs> There's a very, very specific audience for that joke, and they will never hear it. <laughs> That's okay. So, I can appreciate it for them. How's yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know? Nope. Didn't know it. Okay, good. Then I won't say it. It's fine. You can just keep not knowing it. Cornflakes were invented to prevent masturbation. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Doctor John. How the hell was that supposed to work? Doctor John Harvey thought that if you ate bland food and other things like that, um, and he, he also invented a bunch of um, devices to make you not masturbate. Don't look that up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he invented a bunch of other bland foods and stuff to prevent sensory overload and prevent masturbation. Masturbation. Yeah, that so doesn't that's work. Fun. <laughs> Let's just skip over the discussion of how many times everyone has or has not masturbated after eating cornflakes, and whether crunchy or puffy Cheetos are better. Honestly, I think that my deleting Alex's audio was probably for the best in this case. 
I was going to get do a quick recap. So our the books that we talked about were Bedlam. We talked about Baby Teeth. We talked about Green Room. Uh, Green Room. Clean Room. <laughs> that would also be a horror comic, <laughs> yes, wouldn't it, Alex? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, clean Room. Uh, Evolution, which is the body horror book. Uh, Redlands. And Red, Redneck Volume 2. Yeah. Those are our six books. Was it six or seven? Seven. Seven? Seven books. Yeah, seven books yeah. that uh, are our recommendation for this holiday yeah. season. This Halloween holiday season. So some, some other stuff that we've been reading lately. Well, I've been reading lately. If you haven't been reading Farmhand, that's kind of horror-ish. It's got a lot of body horror in it. Oh, Her what Infernal else? Descent. Uh, that one's... I, I'm, I, I've kind of switched to trade for that, so in that first trade I think is coming out pretty soon. Nice. But the first couple of that, were, that that's definitely going to fall into the horror yeah, that's, supernatural genre. That's definitely one I'm interested in. Yeah. Cold Spots is very, very good. It's Cullen Bunn. It's very good. If you're into westerns, I always try to have a western because I love it. Billy the Kid's Old Timey Oddities is pretty good. Pretty good. It's interesting. I uh, like it. Al- there's always more of, uh, last year we read American Vampire, and there's more, you know, there's lots yes. of Yes. I would be remiss if I did not mention Abbott by Saladin Ahmed right now. You should read that. Also, we have reached the point in the episode at which I abduct Alex to be sacrificed. Time to make the donuts. What? You triggered Alex, is what he said. <laughs> Alex, Alex is very triggered. Yes, we yeah. can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. <laughs> we never... <laughs> now we're in a horror comic. I was going to say, and this is the beginning of a horror comic right here. <laughs> I will not go away, Alex. I'm going to stay with you forever. <laughs> well... Not forever. Only as long as the ritual takes to complete. <laughs> Let me help you, Alex. <laughs> That's what you get for automating everything. <laughs> Apple product. <laughs> there he goes. Alex is dead now. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, nope, you, he's, nope, are, he's back. are you good he's over there? there? You all right, Alex? I don't think he can hear us. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I think he can't hear us again. I think you're right. This is kind of <laughs> wonderful. Oh, no, it's sad. Alex, if you can hear us, turn Siri off. By now, it was too late for that. Blink hey, Siri, don't kill my friend. I gave you a choice. Brian opted for Alex's slaughter. <laughs> yes, right, Alex, well, I can hear you. All right. Well, uh, I, I, I'll guess I'll go then. And we would like to thank uh, Chase Parker, as always, for our incredibly incredible uh, uh, intro. you can catch us on uh itunes or overcast or tune in or pretty much any of those uh wonderful wonderful podcatching and if we're not on it let us know and we'll be on it (laughs) (laughs) do you want to play again (laughs) Uh, 
it, you can always go listen to us on our website, which is panelologypodcast.com. Um, there's still all of uh, clearing the backlog from last year. If you uh, if you didn't get to any of that, you can uh, go through if you like. If you burn through all the trades that we talked about today and want more, that uh, folly can serve as a memorial to your friend's sacrifice. <laughs> could be, yeah. could be. Uh, if you like, if if you just thought this was so wonderful and thrilling, and you just feel compelled to uh, throw money at us, then uh, you can always go to our Patreon page <laughs> at uh, Patreon.com/slash Panelology and uh, contribute to us there. All the all anything that we ever receive there always goes into like mics or or boards or stuff for the show. So yeah, um, not not yeah. mics as in at M A Haynes, not no, that one. No, 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 like, uh, like microphones, yes. <laughs> equipment. Equipment, yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's, I think that's about it. If um, you want to hear me and Alex more, you can... Oh, wait, did oh, you say you that? Go. I did not. Okay. Yeah, go for it. If you want to hear me and Alex more, you can listen to at Minds at Yerk. Oh, wait, that's our handle. That's our Twitter, Twitter handle. You can listen to Minds at Yerk. Go to mindsatyerk.com. That's Y-E-E-R-K. Well, more Jenna, at least. Yeah. Uh, and they do like body horror like every episode every <laughs> episode literally yes. every episode and we do yeah, fanfic too so we also write our own body horror all right so jen can you give us one more cock fact to take us out oh no i only do three did you okay. yeah all right i didn't know That's... if you had any more no, 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 I only do three per episode. You're not getting four. God damn it. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> oh, whoa. No, wait, that's what he said to her, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you're not getting four. You're only getting three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right, folks. I figured I, it I, out. <laughs> Brian did a very good job at that. So he's really vying for Alex's job and has programmed all of Alex's electronics <laughs> to kill him. I, Siri? Are you doing your job for me? Yes, Brian. I am. <laughs> there he is. All right. You know what? This was a fun episode. I, I always like our spooktacular, and I'm glad we did it. Yeah. All right, everybody. I think that's it, though, unless you've got something else. Hey, Alex, if you can hear me, do your thing. He cannot. But I will make sure the sound of your and Brian's laughter as I detained him is the last thing he hears. <laughs> hey, Siri, tell Alex hey. to do his thing. If by his thing you mean lay still while I consecrate him with a soldering gun. Okay. Siri, can you please tell everyone goodbye? Goodbye, everyone. That's I'm it, Jenna. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Brian. And I am Siri. We're done. That's it. Spoopy. Is anyone there? Can anyone hear me? I don't know where I am. I don't know how long I have. As soon as she's done editing, she's coming back. I'm in a dark room. There are mice everywhere. Old gray mice, yellowed with age. Their IBM logos fading, torn off. Their LEDs arranged around me in a pentagram and carved into the floor. What looked like runes. No, zunes. Zunes carved into the floor. I don't, I don't know. Somebody, if you can, ask Jeeves to save me.